Congress. What do you do on those days when you think, I don't know if I can take another step. My heart's so broken. My burden is so heavy. My challenges are so many. I don't know what to do. What do you do? You look to Jesus, who for the joy set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and oh, it gets better, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father. You know what time it is. Time for another train wreck. Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast, a weekly podcast about what two pastors in New Mexico are learning in the trenches of church revitalization. I'm Matt Hensley, the pastor of Mayhill Baptist and managing editor for Lifeway Pastors. And I'm Kyle Bierman, the pastor of First Baptist Church, Alamogordo, New Mexico, and director of replanter development for the North American Mission Board. And together, we have a combined 31 years of ministry experience, which I guess you could say makes us experts, at least in what not to do. For sure. And this episode is sponsored by none other than Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. And you got to hear a little treat from one of their chapel messages because Southwestern is all about preaching the word and reaching the world. And in our opinion, are the absolute pioneers when it comes to faithful text-driven preaching. And we encourage you to visit swibbits.edu after the show because, well, the sun never sets on Southwestern, so you could say the sun never sets on not another Baptist podcast. You, just, you love saying that every week, don't I you? Do. I love that so much. <laughs> Matt, what is happening in the land of Mayhill? Well, it is not as cold That's these good. days. Um, the uh, mornings are still pretty chilly, but it warms up kind of nicely in the yeah. afternoon, so that's kind of nice. Uh, kids are having a blast in school, looking forward to the uh, summer and, and trips that are coming up. And uh, so that's going well. Wife is doing splendidly. And uh, the uh, preaching at Mayhill has been better, <laughs> but, uh, but it's going well. Yeah. So, so what about y'all? Yeah, awesome. Uh, man, just trucking along with life, you know, getting ready for summer. And, and I don't know about you, we, we have a pretty busy uh, summer coming up between... Um, there's some SBC some annual yeah, meeting. Yeah, that's right. SBC annual meeting. We then, never then, congratulated then, you, by the so, way. Oh, what for for, for what? representing? Oh, yeah. The great pioneer state. I wanted to say the great republic. But <laughs> I don't think republic, that's accurate no. here. Nope. That's Texas. Uh, the uh, great pioneer state, New Mexico. Yeah. What are we called? No, the land of entrapment. No, enchantment. Uh, enchantment. <laughs> Same thing. And uh, you were named to the committee on committees. committees. The, the most, most Baptist. Baptist yes, right. That's right. The most is. Baptist of all committees. Yes. Whose sole purpose was to appoint another committee. That, that is our, is to, to elect a, a committee on nominations. Yeah. Yeah. So this is actually my second time serving on that. Um, I got to serve well, on it back in 2016. Repeat offender. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, uh, no, I'm excited. It's, it's a lot of fun. And, and really a joy to, to be tasked with that privilege to, to serve on the committee. Oh, oh. I'm not on a, a single one. You not know why? Because I haven't been in this lovely state for yeah. three years. That's right. That's, That's right. So and according sad. to the SBC bylaws, that is that's what has to happen. Yeah. So it's probably not a bad does, idea. Does that make you feel discouraged? It does. Matt? And you know what? Nice. Nicely done. Thank you. Because that happens to be our topic today. It does, doesn't it? It is discouragement. This is going to be a sad one, everybody. Cue a little somber music in the background. We're just going to, that's not somber, that's like a sad <laughs> trombone. Uh, we're, we're going to talk discouragement 
ministry. We're here to help. We could do the old uh, um, Saturday Night Live uh, NPR. Welcome to this. See, I'm a Christian. <laughs> I, never, uh, I never watched that. Should have just done everything melancholy tonight. Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast. Yes. Welcome to the train wreck. Choo choo. But yeah, we're talking about discouragement and ministry, and uh, you know, I mean, we've we've all been there. Our sermons seem like they're they're hitting a brick wall. Um, People are annoying. The budget is struggling. The kids are crazy. Our wife is mad at us, and nothing seems to be going our way. This is also known as the life of Kyle Beerman. That's funny. Uh, Kyle, what do you think? I mean, I, it's it's. Have you ever been there? I, I think, yeah, and, and I think I, I think it's just called life, and, and maybe particularly the life of a pastor. But um, I mean, we we often find ourselves in less than ideal situations, and, and that's I, I kind of joke with our people on uh, on on Wednesday nights, and especially as we have some some ladies that come from a recovery house, that life is a less than ideal circumstance, right? I mean, none of us has has. I don't think experienced everything happen just the way we we want it to happen all the time. That's not life. That's not the way it goes. Um, so there are discouraging things in in life. There are certainly discouraging things in ministry. And, and you just mentioned some of them. You know, um, work all week to preach, and you walk outside, walk out on a Sunday morning, and and there's hardly a crowd. Um, you know, you you pour your heart out in preaching, and 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 give this powerful call for people to trust in Christ or, or to renew their, their commitment, right? To, to repent of sin. And then you step down and nothing. The crickets always good. Yeah. Saved, yeah. That's, that's right. Um, and then, you know, just, just the little kind of nagging criticisms that we get that are often, um, you know, Christians have become really good at passive aggressive comments. Right? <laughs> like, like, Oh, you know, that's, that's great. You know, I sure do miss when we had this meeting at this time. Or, or you know, oh, you know, I remember when, you know, that was, a, that was an awesome sermon you preached. I wish more people were here to hear it, Pastor. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, I hate that. <laughs> oh. um, so it's like this, this kind of insult that's wrapped in a, in a compliment of some sort, you know. And, and, and yeah, I mean, and I don't know about you, like those things don't tend to bother me in the moment. Until like I get home and you know finally get in my pajamas and, and I'm laying down and about to take a nap and then all of a sudden like something will hit me and it's like, wait, what did they mean by that? Yeah, like I thought that was a nice thing. That was was that not really a compliment that they that they just paid me? <laughs> and, and my uh, my my mom typically listens to this um, and I know Wayla. So be careful. Is, yeah, know, she so does. I have to yep. Be very careful. Hi, moms. But uh, <laughs> hey, hey, mother, we're we're trying to be nice. And uh, there there are times when I love it when she calls, hmm. when we had three people get saved or, you know, a family of, you know, four yeah. join thing. I love it when she calls. Cause that's the first, like, you know, did, did, you know, the day go well, that's usually yeah. question number one. Then what's number two? What do you think it is? How many people were there? And how many people were yeah. there? And so when we have 150, I'm like, oh, you know, almost 200. It was great. <laughs> ministerially speaking. Yeah, ministerially speaking, we were doing wonderful today. And, oh, we were a little down today. We were, you know, uh, I didn't really count. You know, that's usually my answer then. Then the next one is, did anybody join? Mm-hmm. And so when when nobody does, 
or and, and it's kind of one of those that you talk about where you've studied and you just know, like you just have that feeling that this is the one that yeah. the third great awakening is going That's to be it. sparked from because you've yep. nailed it, it's ready. And we've talked yeah. about that before. Yeah, we're gonna spend and, three hours at the altar confessing yeah. sin, and oh, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, yeah. and uh, here, here, there's gonna be books written about this. <laughs> and then nobody comes forward. Yeah. And, uh, and so when, when mom asked that day, it's like, oh, yeah, nobody. Yeah. yeah. But God is still on the throne, yeah. you know, and uh, and so we've been there, you know, the budget's struggling, you know, things like that, that it, it's easy to let that kind of stuff steal your joy. When when you make it about, and we've talked about numbers and noses before, and we've talked about faithfulness uh, greater than numbers, and, and we've talked about, you know, when your sermons don't get the response that maybe right. you're expecting, uh, remembering why you're there, all of those things. We've shared it. And so that's one of the reasons we want to record this one is because we know that we're talking primarily to pastors. Yeah. And as often as I've written about those things, as often as I've talked about those things and know those things, it's also more often that I don't live those things. Yeah. And so this is another rehash of some of that because you need to remember uh, that yes, members, ministry is going to have the ups and downs just like your life is and so your ministry might be going great and if your life's in shambles well you, yeah. you've missed it or your life is going straight and you're not worried about the ministry or whatever yeah you've missed the mark there too so when all of that still has the ups and downs you're dealing with sickness or, or the week that i had like all of my kids sick and i couldn't get anything mm -hmm. done and, yeah. and just everything was thrown for a wrench things like that happen for everybody and so it helps us to also know that we feel like we're we're kind of the saviors of our people at mm -hmm. time it's easy for us to think that and so yeah. when we start living like that and then suddenly somebody gets sick or our sermon doesn't get a response or, or the budget starts lacking and we're well now it's my fault yeah. you know i've messed up and so we have to be encouraged what what do you have to say yeah finding your identity as a pastor is really dangerous yeah. uh, on a couple of levels, right? So, I mean, if you're, if, if you're addicted to praise and you're getting that, um, it will be really easy for you to develop just this arrogance about yourself, right? Man, I'm, I must be awesome because you hear all these people like on their way out. Oh, that's the best sermon I've heard this year. Um, you know, and, and that can feed an ego in us. Um, on the other hand, if we're looking for identity as a pastor and we're not getting that, that can lead just to utter despair. You know, we've we've seen a couple of stories uh, here just in recent months about um, pastors uh, who've actually taken their own lives. Um, because let's face it, I mean, ministry is, is hard, right? I mean, we're not only dealing with our own sin, but oftentimes we, we're having to counsel or that sounds bad. We, we, we're, as, as we counsel members, sometimes we learn stuff that we can't share with another soul mm -hmm. on the face of the planet. And, and so not only are we carrying sometimes the burden of our own sin, but, but we, we tend to carry the burdens of, of others. And if you're empathetic at all, I mean, that, that does, that weighs on you. And, and again, that's a thing that, that, that should lead us to the point where we're not only confessing our own sin, but, but also laying those burdens of others 
at the cross and realizing we're not adequate. Yeah. We, we can't take away the hurt that people have, but we know Christ who can. And, and so I just think, you know, churches can tend to attract people that are emotionally unhealthy, which, and they should, right? I mean, that should be a safe place for, for even people who, who are, are ridiculously emotionally unhealthy. It should be a safe place for them to come and, uh, but but I'm, I'm afraid a lot of us as pastors are not as emotionally healthy as we would like to yeah. to, to seem as well. And, and I think you you touched on, on on an issue too is is just simply mental health. There's going to be the blues that come with sure. with life in general. Sure. Uh, you you and I know each other very well. Yeah. And you know things that we've talked about not on uh, the podcast and, and, and things so that we will never talk about yeah. on the podcast. And uh, <laughs> you know with with that you know I've shared with you before times when ministry could not have been going better. Yeah. You know, we were having record attendance, not just for the time that I was there, but yeah. for the history of the church. We had people joining, getting saved. Family was going great. Our kids were doing good in school. All, every measurable thing yeah. was off the charts. We're meeting the budget, all of that. Everything was great. And I was absolutely miserable. Yeah. And uh, you have to be willing also to open up, be vulnerable with a brother in ministry, somebody that you can trust. Uh, typically, I, I think I can speak for you. That doesn't need to be somebody in your church necessarily. Right. No, I would agree uh, This that. needs to be somebody outside that's not invested there, but is invested in you and cares yeah. about you and is willing to say, hey, uh, you you need a little more than, than this. And, and so with that, you know, nothing could have been better. Yet I was still depressed. I was still struggling. I was still despairing. And uh, er everything was great. You know, this was before my dad was sick and, and things that should discourage me, you know, stuff like that. And so, uh, you know, getting counseling and some of that, we have to be willing to do that because right. the problem uh, we in no terms are going to blame somebody. Uh, but we also have to remember that we cannot save our yeah. And so we don't need to be a silo and try and fix this stuff on our own. We need to be willing to get that help too. And, and that's important. We can't save ourselves. But I think for us it's important to realize we can't save our congregants yeah. either. And and I mean, I've felt that weight before. You know, somebody was just doing something stupid. And and I, like you almost just want to go up and shake them and be like, are you serious right now? Yeah. Um, and, and one of the most frustrating things for me throughout years in youth ministry... And then I don't know about you, like I've learned pastoring is really not all that different from youth ministry. <laughs> no. Like there are things that, that I would deal with they with just teenagers. Have more grown up problems. Yeah, that's right. And I, you know, there are things that I would deal with with teenagers and be like, man, you know, I'm, I remember thinking, oh, I'm so excited to become a pastor because maybe I won't deal with this anymore. And then all of a sudden, no, this, this has crept its way into adult lives too. And, and realizing I have no control over someone else's behavior. Right. Like, I mean, I've, when you sit there and you counsel somebody and they're like, I just don't know what to do about this. You know, they're maybe they're caught in some sin pattern or something. I just don't know what to do about it. And well, well, here I, I can tell you what you need to do about it. You know what you need to do about it. You need to confess it and stop it. It's a whole lot like being a, a football yeah. or baseball coach or something yeah. like that. You're, you're not the player. No. You know, you, right. you call the play. You tell them what they need to do. But at the end, of the, they're the ones that have to execute. Yeah, that's right. And, and no, you need to confess this and you need to stop it. Yeah. And, and then lo and behold, oh, you know, I've prayed about it. I just don't feel bad about it. You just want to go, are you serious right now? <laughs> because the Bible literally tells you to stop that. Yeah. And and those things weigh on us as pastors, right? Because we care deeply about our people and, and we care deeply about their holiness. And we want to see them walk in fellowship with God. And those things take tolls on us. And, and it's just, for me, it's 
In those moments, I remember it. Let me, let me clarify that. In those moments, I remember to do this. It's very freeing to go, wow, I have no control over. Yeah. I mean, I can, I have no control over this person's sanctification, right? Yeah. I mean, I can pray for them. I can lead them, but, but I have no control over the decisions that, that they make. Yeah. And uh, like I said, in those moments when, when I realize that, it's really freeing. And, uh, you know, for, for me, it's one of those where I, I think we can err if, if we do know that we are very empathetic or whatever, it's easy to also just decide, I'm going to shut off. Yeah. I'm going to give them the, the counsel just straight by yeah. the book, and, but I'm not going to get at all involved, yeah. you know, emotionally. And, and I think it, it's perhaps easier that way. If, if I just don't, if, if I write off this person and I'm like, you know, Kyle, I don't care. Uh, here's what the Bible says, figure it out. You know, and because I'm not going to get involved there, but then we are doing a disservice to them. It's it's good that you're hurting with your people, right. uh, because That's after biblical. all, we're called right. to you know yeah. weep with those that weep. You know, so Absolutely. we we should. And and I I want to you know if you you talk about shaking a person that keeps doing something wrong or whatever, I want to shake that pastor that is you know completely you know unhitched from his his people you know and and i i'm like you're their shepherd yeah you're you're gonna get dirty you're going to hurt yeah. and and you need to be there with them and uh and you know and with that of course coming back to ourselves when when some of the things aren't going well and we're struggling with some of the numbers or, or whatever it is we're we're all there anybody that's at least going to be honest has those days where we're yeah. discouraged uh, but like the clip that kicked things off, we need to remember that for the joy set before him, our Savior endured the cross, despising the shame, but it gets better, sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And so we, we need to remember in those times, our suffering servant with all that he went through, the temptations, all of that stuff. I, I think that we can get a handle to know that he is empathizing in our dog days of, yeah. of ministry. Yeah. And, uh, and so I, I wrote down a, a few things and I, I want to just put you on the spot to maybe give you uh, a few bonus points if they're alliterated. Mine aren't. They don't spell anything. They're not alliterated. Uh, but a few things to help is, is the first is just simply two words. Get away. Yep. Take some time to get away. If that is just, you know, for, for me, I've got the motorcycle. Uh, or, or I can run, um, I'll, I'll go and just take off and, and just ride for a while and think and pray and just be out in nature. Go for a hike, things like that. Get away with your family. Uh, get away and do something that you enjoy. If that's golfing, if that's riding, if that's reading, just do it. Get away. The second one is to remember to keep the main thing the main thing. You, you are their pastor, but you're not their savior. Jesus is. Uh, and so keep that on the forefront of your mind. And then one takes us back to maybe like episode 11. Uh, I can't remember. That's a good memory. Uh, but lighten up. Oh, yeah. Like lighten yeah. up, man. And I, I've shared before, that was what I told my uh, secretary, that there's only a few ways you can be fired, and that's gross sin or incompetence uh, and the inability to have fun. Yeah. It, you, ministry's heavy enough. Be willing to lighten up when you can lighten up. And then finally... Remember the tyranny of the trivial. Uh, this was a word from my mentor. He 
talked about the, uh, I think it's called the tyranny of the urgent, where everything is urgent. Yeah. He talks about ministry being the tyranny of the trivial, where we get wrapped around the axle yeah. about something that is not important. Right. There are things that are important. Uh, if the flag is moved two inches to the right or the left, something that's trivial. Yeah. You know, things like that. And reject those things. Walk through those a little, you know, don't lose sleep over right. them. Those are my four. What about you? Yeah, I, I, man, I'm really not sure I have much to add to that. I mean, and other than say like in getaway, there are times, I mean, if you have vacation time, take it, right? So, I mean, every, I have three, three vacation Sundays a year. I will take all of them. Um, even if that means that there's one Sunday morning that we're just sleeping in, or, or even if we're just getting up and, and we're in town and we'll get up and we'll go visit another church as, as a family. For, for us, um, it, it doesn't have to be big, but take breaks. Um, you know, as far as getting away with your family, I mean, turn off the phone or leave it on a charger in another room. Um, don't, don't dismiss the value of, of things like family game nights family movie nights, uh, going to Target, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, for us, we're like uh, El Paso is kind of a big, uh, yeah. big day trip for us just to go to, to Lifeway, right. And, and go look around and, um, just go do something out of the, out of the ordinary. And, um, those, those can be as helpful, but those have to be done. You have to do that regularly. Um, yeah, man, trivial things, trivial things will absolutely eat your lunch as a pastor. Um, you know, we moved this meeting. So somebody couldn't meet at this time, so we moved this meeting. Well, why did you move that meeting? Because now I can't make the meeting. And, and uh, you know, those kind of things, we, we tend to get upset, I think, in, in Christendom about really dumb things that don't have any eternal value. Um, so, you know, communicate. But, but man, let that stuff roll off your, roll off your back. Um, and absolutely lighten up. Don't take yourself seriously. Take your ministry very seriously. Take loving on people. Take sharing the gospel. Take discipling seriously. But for crying out loud, you're, you're not as impressive as you think you are. So, and once you come to understand that, I think that that's freeing yeah. too, right? So, um, yeah. And, and about one of the things you just said, uh, you know, moving something and, and somebody gets a little yeah. bit out of shape for no reason, uh, that, that one of my mentors said that his favorite line is I'm sorry you feel that way and and then just you know just yeah. keep going you know hey I'm sorry you feel that way this is what we had to do yeah. answer the, but then move on and you know yeah. so it's it's that right balance validate their feeling yeah. right okay I'm sorry I acknowledge that, that yeah. you feel hurt and offended yeah. that you know the the carpet's no longer red I'm sorry yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we, we hope that this was an encouragement to you. That's right. Ho hopefully you weren't discouraged by listening to this, but we'd also like to say that we are grateful for our partnership with the Christian Standard Bible, a faithful translation that is both readable and accurate. As we are, I guess I like to say, we're honored to be the official podcast of the Word of God and encourage you to check it out at csbible.com. But for now, it is time to hop off the train. We're grateful that you took the time to listen in today. And if you haven't, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or wherever your podcasts are found. You can also find us online at notanotherbaptist.com or on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast or on Facebook under Not Another Baptist Podcast. Kyle, you had a final word? Yeah, it, it, 
you know, we talked about the importance of uh, having a buddy in ministry, having somebody to talk to. So, I mean, local association, state convention, somewhere like that, if you have somebody that you can connect with, great. If not, uh, Matt and I both spend probably unhealthy amounts of time on social media. So you can always reach out to us there yeah. as well. Send us a message. Are. Let yeah. us know. We can pray for you. Yeah. Any, Absolutely. Anything we can help you with, we, we will either refer it to somebody that knows yeah. or help you. That's yeah. another That's thing right. to remember too. Yeah. Like, be willing to refer. So send us out. All right. Well, until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you 